Happy Friday, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Girl Go Off. So I'm Hannah, here with Cameron. What's up, everyone? And he's Hannah's, Hannah B, other Hannah, because there's way too many Hannahs on this podcast. He's Hannah's replacement this week because she, of course, is in Hawaii, and it was harder than we thought to coordinate a podcast recording session, so that's what's up. We're really excited to get into it, though, because today we're going to be talking about you know, our relationship and answering a ton of questions that had been sent in about us as a couple. And I'm really excited to get into it because it's a little bit juicy. There's some questionable questions in here. But before we do, how has your summer been, Cameron? It's been good. It's been busy. Uh, Earlier this month, I was in Jamaica. And then just a few days ago, I got back from Miami for a bachelor party. So yeah, every single person knows how pressed I am about not being able to go to Jamaica with you. Yeah, you should be. Okay, well, rub it in my face a little bit. Our time will come. We will get to go to an exotic place together, I guess, like Italy, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Take me, Cameron, take me. But, um, yeah, I know that you've been just working this summer and, like, producing beats. Yeah. There's, like, not a good way to say that, but what does that even mean? Uh, I mean, just uh, making beats, I don't know. Making beats. Yeah, listen to some music and... That's what I'm trying so, to do. So, like, the background, you have a beat to, like, rap to, and, like, the beat that you're, that's the beat you're for, referring to. Yes. Okay. The girls on this might not. Okay. I mean. True. I just, you know, when you, <laughs> when you just say making beats, it's kind of, it leaves you in the dark a little bit. I mean, yeah. You're a beat producer, Cameron. I'm a producer. There we go. Okay. He's okay. a producer. We're both producers. Yeah. Actually, I'm a little more developed in my trade I guess maybe yeah I don't know but I wish I could do that that sounds awesome that's kind of like can I relate that to being like a DJ I don't know kind of so I've always secretly I've wanted to be a DJ before did you know that no I didn't isn't that kind of cringy I don't know no I I mean we have a DJ friend yeah he's like living his best life but cool well it sounds like you've had a really fun summer I mean Everyone knows how my summer is going. I'm taking this god-awful class, which is almost over, and I'm really, really excited. So I just cannot wait to relax, and that's actually reminding me of the self-care for this week because, ironically, it is to relax. Spoiler alert, and I'll get into that. But, yeah, with all that being said, should we get into Coffee Talks? Sure. Welcome back to Coffee Talks, where we discuss our song and self-care of the week. So Cameron, again, is filling in. I'm really excited to hear your song and self-care. Which one do you want to start out with? Uh, we'll start out with song, I guess. Okay. What's your song of the week? Um, so it's the Jackie by Bass. It's featuring J. Cole and Lil TJ. It's just a little, it's a new song. It's got some fun little upbeat tempo to it. Nice little summer song. Summer songs have been the theme of Song of the Week, so you really can't go wrong with that. Mine is a little bit different. You really get to see the indie side of me with this song because I know I've been referring a lot of like EDM and summer bops, but it's called Hey Kids by, I really can't say her name. How do you say it? I'm Melina. Borderline dyslexic, but it's a pretty good song. It has like a deep meaning about growing up and 
the tune, the beat, speaking of beats, is really good. So if you're into just just an interest, I like, I wouldn't even know what to call it, but it's definitely like on track with indie. So that's my song of the week. What about your self-care? Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I've been vacationing a lot recently. So I'm just trying to um, get back into a routine, get some good sleep and start working out again. That's pretty much it. A man of little, like, need, I guess. Yeah. Few words and don't really have anything crazy. Well, that's good. Um, trying to incorporate self-care into your day-to-day life is really important. And so to hear from a guy's point of view, it's definitely interesting. Like, do you take self-care seriously? Do you understand the impact of what it is? I mean, self-care to me is just putting on lotion, maybe. I don't know. Like, stereotypical self-care is, like, putting on a face mask, right? I'll shave my face. Is that so? I mean, yeah, that's self-care. Anything to, like, I guess to me is anything to enhance your life or make it better to just adapt adapt your life to help the relationship you have with yourself. I don't know. We could get really deep into it. I'm sure this is a conversation that Hannah and I can have. But um, really, really cool. At least I'm just happy you know, like, the importance of self-care so uh for me my self-care this coming week will be to relax and i put that in there because i knew cameron would be thinking that's kind of funny because i can't really relax i really struggle with it yeah you do so um i think i just am a workaholic i don't like to relax because It just means I'm not getting work done, which is super unhealthy. But as I said, my class will be done in nine days, T minus nine days and counting. I'm so excited. I literally cannot wait. And after that, I'll have like a gap of time that I can just do whatever I want with. Definitely working, but relaxing will be a priority for me. So yeah, that's good. Relaxation is key. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh this is so funny well thank you for joining me on this coffee talks i think we should just get into these questions because we have a lot of interesting ones to tackle should we do it yeah sure Alrighty, guys so we have 10 questions here i asked my instagram followers just ask us anything when it comes to our relationship and you guys definitely came through 10 good questions I think we're just going to kind of um read every other one and answer them conversation style so let's get into it so question one what was your first impression of each other I can take this one um so we met at Publix obviously um (laughs) And it was her first day, our manager came up to me and was like, the person who trained her was supposed to call out. So I had to train her all day, which I was not very happy about. So my first impression wasn't the greatest due to the situation, but I guess it worked out in the end. I mean, it's almost been five years. So something happened that was right. Um, Yeah, great. I, I mean... That kind of speaks to the fact that first impressions, even when some go terribly wrong, it doesn't mean that like the relationship's doomed, whatever relationship it might be, like your boss or your 
I don't know, soon to be sister-in-law. I don't know. That's just a random person. But first impression isn't everything. Um, as for me, my first impression of Cameron was, you know, I was 16. This was like one of my first jobs. I just applied. It's my first day. And I go and I get to like be trained by this cute guy. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, okay, I don't care. So we literally spent the whole day together. It was pretty fun. Um, just getting trained on the job with like a cute crush or whatever. So getting trained by your crush isn't like the worst thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it helped. It helped us get to know each other for sure. So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Thank you, Publix. Mm, I guess love that. don't really grocery store change are the best. Um, okay. You can do number two. All right. So how do we keep Christ present in our relationship? All right, so I think one of the biggest ways is to understand first, like, where God, how God works in your relationship and, like, what he and the Bible and everything, how, what it means to us and just how we keep it present. I know that we try to pray no matter where we are, um, if we're feeling it at the dinner table, if we're together, um, there's not like a set place that we pray. I know that it's like traditional for a lot of people to pray over dinner. We try to pray more than that and just incorporate prayer into our relationship. Yeah, we will occasionally look at devotionals as well. Yeah. And, um... I love the, I'm trying to get it right now, the first five devotional. I think that that just breaks down the message really well. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I know that in addition to this, I just, I try to be a good um, role model in Christ and pass it on to not only Cameron and other people. And I think he tries to do the same. So yeah, yeah just trying to be vulnerable and what's the word I'm looking for? Just real with God. Can't get better than that. Yeah. Um, number three, how do you deal with fights or disagreements? I mean, we don't really get in too many disagreements, I would say. Yeah, it's um, ironic. I mean, I feel like we never really fight. Like, there's never yeah. really been a fight. I can't remember fighting with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think we've ever been in an actual fight. Just, you know, some things that will annoy us or something like that, but nothing we can't talk about. Annoyances. Over. Yeah, I yeah. think having a really good means of communication, we have that, and that has really helped just understanding and getting over things that we disagree about or annoy us. I definitely know that I'm not, I'm not scared to come to you if something's bothering me and yeah. you're like one of the most chill dudes I know. So nothing really bothers you. So yeah, that's true. So, thank, you. thank you, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess number four. Okay. What's your take on cheating? Um, so my cheat, like, take on cheating, like, what would happen if you cheated on me? I think it depends on the situation, but at the end of the day, like, you cheated, you should have known it was wrong. Clearly, you don't value me as a person. Uh, so, like, grim F you, I would say. Like, I goodbye. Agree. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think cheating isn't really a forgivable offense, so. Well, yeah. don't, please, please don't cheat on me, thanks. Yeah. I guess that pretty much sums up that. Like, I mean, if I'm giving advice, you should know, you should know better. Like, don't let them. Yeah. 
don't forgive them. They clearly are going to make that mistake again. So yeah, that's cheating. Number five, how do we keep romance alive? Um, and how do you increase slash maintain your intimacy in day-to-day life? And they put not necessarily a sexual intimacy. Uh, how do we do that? <laughs> I mean, I think it boils down to us just being good friends as well. So um, yeah, being friends. Uh, we I don't think we really started as friends. You know, we started talking and then we kind of immediately jumped into dating. Yeah. There wasn't really like a dating part to our relationship. Um, but despite that, because if I had to do it differently or have to, if I had to start dating someone else, I would definitely start being their friend first. Um, despite that, we developed a really good friendship over the years. And I think that really, really helps keep the romance alive. Um, I know that we like to do a lot of things together. Yeah, we like to work out. Um, We'll try and cook meals together as much as we can. I know we don't have a lot of free time. Yeah, it's kind of tough sometimes to get together, but we try and at least work out frequently together. Yeah, working out, I know it just makes a huge impact on your relationship with the other person if you do it with them. You are both working on something that um, improves your own mental and physical health. And doing it together only strengthens not only the relationship that you have with the gym, but the relationship you have with each other. So that really helps keep the intimacy alive. It's good extra motivation as well to get in the gym. I know. I love the gym so much. I I couldn't do life without it. So yeah. Yeah, love it. Um, number six. How do you keep it interesting after doing it for so long? I get bored of people. Doing it. Dating for so long. What did I say? Doing it for so oh, long. Oh, dating. Sorry. <laughs> that thing we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So when our friends put, I get bored of people. So how do we keep our relationship really interesting after just dating for almost five years? Um so I think that there's like a stigma around the running out of things to talk about kind of problem that people run into after a couple months of dating. Maybe you just left the honeymoon stage, uh, just kind of that issue you find yourself in. You might find it at different stages of your relationship. Um, but I think this also kind of hits on just being good friends and having a really good friendship within our relationship keeps it interesting. Um, You know, once you develop that relationship full of value, you don't really come across that problem boredom either. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of a tough question because you haven't really faced anything like getting bored of each other, I guess. Yeah. I, you don't, I think that there's different relationships. Obviously you have your deep relationships, you have your friendships and you have like, acquaintances and you might get bored of those acquaintances because you haven't had time to instill value into those relationships but for those that do have value I don't really think that you could even face the problem of getting bored with someone you know you might get annoyed with them you might get upset but definitely not bored per se so I guess we always try to like do stuff though I think trying to incorporate like dates yeah it's definitely more fun going and trying to do things than just sitting around at home Oh, yeah, because I know a lot of couples will just, like, especially in this day and age, 
people will hang out together at home and not really do anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get stuck into doing something like that. It's hard. It's like a routine. It's hard going out sometimes Mm -hmm. with our schedules and lack of money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, with COVID too, I mean, the date was just going over and hanging out at each other's houses. But if you're dating someone and the constant move is to come and have like Netflix and chill, maybe try to take a step back and incorporate like other things into your dating life because you can always have activities or try something new. I know Cameron and I are going berry picking in the next couple of days and I've never, I like, it's been forever since I've berry picked. I don't think I've ever berry picked. You've never done like a strawberry picking thing? Only apples. Oh, true. I totally forgot about that. Um, I mean, that's just so funny, but it's not something I think of to do and I might as well do it with someone. Um, going on trips together, just trying to date a lot. I love I love traveling with you, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the few, like, bigger trips we've done by ourselves have been pretty fun, so. Mm-hmm. Just... Definitely feel closer after it as well. Yes, actually traveling with someone, you truly get to see, like, everything, all sides of them, because you get to see them under stress when they're, like, trying to figure out the airport. You get to see how their routine changes, because if you just see them at certain points throughout the day or the week, you know, you see them at their best, they can plan for it. But if you yeah. have to, like, wake up and see them, and if they're angry in the morning, which I think I'm, a, like, I think I'm a morning person. I don't, are you? I'm, I'm You're happy in the morning. a morning person, but I don't like being woken up. So, oh, I don't like waking up. You don't like waking up that's, once I once I get up, I'm good. But that's so deep. I struggle in the morning. Okay, well, point is, be best friends with your partner, and also just constantly have stuff to do. And I think that you won't really run into the problem of boredom. So yeah. Number seven tips on trying to stay present and not be anxious about the future. Well, for me, this is easy. Um, For Hannah, maybe not so much because that's a constant thing she struggles with, I would say, is worrying too much about what's going to happen instead of just trying to enjoy what's going on right now. Um, For tips, though, I mean, it's just you kind of just got to switch it off, you know, kind of just enjoy what you're doing right now and maybe worry about the next few days plans, but not weeks at a time or... Okay, thank you. If you're for... gonna graduate college, stuff like that. I mean, obviously you have to worry about it, but not like freak out about it. Thank you for exposing me on the internet. Oh, yeah. Yes, I I've addressed this before and I will say it again. I love to worry. It's my favorite thing to do. I love to get anxious. But over the course of the years, I have learned that worrying is just a waste of energy. And so you need to concentrate your energy on in places of your life that you can like maintain and improve rather than just worrying on stuff that you can't even control like your entire life can change in a blink of a second by some random decision or act and so you you truly do not know what's going to happen until it happens like this kind of goes back to um our an episode that hannah and i did let me find the title where we talked about like how going through changes and I'm totally gonna try to find that oops 
not our most recent one, but let's see. I guess it is. Okay. Going through changes. No, it's the how, what happens to your life when you stop caring. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode really reminded me that you can't be consumed in the present or in the future and constantly be caring about what's going to happen and what's going to, what's, how is this issue going to turn out? You just have to live your life and not care because it's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth the stress. I'm going to die of like stress. It's yeah, you probably that. will. Um, <laughs> that was a quick answer. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Hannah's all about stress. It's my I, favorite thing. I try and reduce it for her by reassuring her that you don't have to worry so much about certain things, but. Uh, wow. Yeah. Let's just move on. This okay. is like PTSD. <laughs> Okay. Um, so the biggest thing about the other person that pisses us off. Oh, juicy. Okay. I truly dislike when you, like, Cameron's so lax. He's so chill that, like, he doesn't think. <laughs> You're obviously, like, Cameron's total skater boy, California dude, what's up? Like, Nothing goes through his brain. And you can tell because of the way that you're answering, you're just so chill. Like, you're just laid back right now. Yeah, we're just chilling. Oh, my gosh. Come on. I need the energy. This is not... This would never fly by Hannah, honestly. Really? No, it wouldn't. So, I just don't like that you get too chill sometimes and you don't like to worry about the future. Yeah. I mean, life... Like you said, life changes, so... Well, okay, whatever. Just think a little bit more and don't be such a lax. I don't know. I'm giving you advice on something that yeah. I can't change. What um, about you? I don't know. It's kind of a tough one. Apart from just like little things, you know, that will annoy me or whatnot just from spending so much time with you. Um, what does that mean? I'm not, I'm just saying like, Oh, like specific annoyances like, yeah. that you get with everyone? Yeah. So dare you say nothing in particular pisses you off? No, I wouldn't say that. What? I'm um, I would say like the, the biggest thing is the amount of calls oh my I gosh. get from you. I love calling people so much. And I hate talking on the phone, so. In fact, you hate talking. <laughs> I, I don't like talking. Thank you for being here today, Cameron. Oh, yeah. It's a um, pleasure. It is. Well, yeah, I got it from my mother. So Jennifer, if you're listening, thank you so much for passing on the gene of just constantly me wanting to talk on the phone with people. Um, it's not a bad thing. I don't waste your time that much. That much. I just call because I need an answer to something and then I'll hang up and... Mm. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if you hang up. Whatever. Okay. That's great. Clearly it's not toxic either one of our issues that we have with each other. That's an interesting question in itself, but yeah, it's not, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. You can get over it. Mm. I don't know if that's healthy, but I'm going to still be chill. So you will, you honestly will. Yep. Okay. How did you make Cameron's first year away at school work? So when I was a senior in high school, Cameron and I actually started dating when I was a junior and he was a senior. Then he graduated and went off to Clemson. And I, of course, spent like the summer before that worrying and worrying and worrying. And it was just so tragic. But anyway, 
long story short, we made Cameron's first year work um, by one, not really having like set expectations, which is like beyond me. I don't know how I didn't. But once he started, like once he started his freshman year at Clemson, everything slowly fell into place once we experienced it all and understood how we could manage our time around our relationship and our own responsibilities. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, we both kind of had question marks going into it to what would happen, but... Yeah, like, break up, would we not prioritize our relationship? Would we be heartbroken? I mean, it was only an hour away. It was only an hour, but still with school and stuff, we didn't know how it was going to be, but... I think we ended up doing, like, I would come down, or, yeah, down every other week. Yeah, yeah. Every other week, I would just make the trip down to come and see her, which, I mean, it was kind of a lot, you know, throwing the weekends, every other weekend away. Mm-hmm. Throwing but, them away? Well, throwing, no, like, throwing them away for school and stuff, you know, like. Okay, whatever. Yeah, not like that. <laughs> not, not like that. I meant, like, for school and stuff. But, I mean, we made it work, and. Here we are again, yeah. five years and counting. Wow. Hopefully these people are convinced we're in love because <laughs> the enthusiasm is just not it. Um, I mean, yeah, I really appreciate it. Cameron didn't have to do that. He didn't have to drive every other weekend. Like, um, But it really goes to show how much he valued our relationship at the time. And that instilled an expectation that we have to this day about how quality time and um, the value, that just the love that we have for each other, how it was and how it is now. So um, it was it was good. It was a good um, experience to have. It put, quote unquote, our love to the test. And it showed us that we can work through things because in a year, we're going to have to do that all over again. And we don't know what's going to happen. So. Yeah. I guess we'll wait and see. We will wait and see. (laughs) But I know that, like, again, at this point in time, we really, truly love each other and, you know, are on on that track or whatever. And so we'll be able to work it out. Which actually leads us to the last question. Final question. Where do you see each other in five years? Well, you said, and I quote, rolling in dough or something. What was it? Rolling in dough, hopefully. You didn't say that. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, it doesn't sound like a phrase you'd say. Um, I mean, I hope to be retired in five years. Okay, that's a little excessive. (laughs) I hope to be Jeff Bezos' best friend. You going to space? No, I hate space. Low key. Do you? No, I think space is cool. Oh, yeah, you want to work for NASA. No, I want to work for SpaceX. Okay. Maybe you'll be Elon's friend. Maybe. You have to buy Tesla first. I don't know, he's a little weird. He is, this weird kid and whatever. Um, (laughs) Let's get off of the topic of (laughs) trillionaires and billionaires. Where do I see you in five years? I see you thriving at a job. You know, you're a mechanical engineer. I see you thriving at a job. Hopefully I'm in the picture. Um, I don't want to set like that expectation for myself to be with you. But uh, like I said, we're on track for possible marriage and all that. Lovey-dovey. 
crap that mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like so into. <laughs> um, and childless, without child. Hopefully you're just living your best life, traveling, maybe married and enjoying life. Have a lot of money, have a good relationship with Christ and your parents and just living your best life, fit and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say the same about you. It's kind of vague, just like wishing you successful. Thank you. You can you can raise the bar. You can say I want to be retired by 25. That's 26. just not going to happen. We'll be 26. You'll be 27. Um, I'll be 27. Oh, that's kind of old. Yeah. You might want to start planning for a family at that point. I'm not ready for five years in the future. What about marriage? Are you going to be married in five years? No idea. Really? Going with the flow. Uh, I hate I hate that you do that. <laughs> like, plan <laughs> something. Have a plan. Um, well... Thank you guys so much for listening to these 10 interesting questions about our relationship. You know, these were definitely like basic, but fun to do. I I love answering questions. Do you? Oh yeah. it's. You don't like talking about yourself. Yeah. I don't like talking about myself, but this was good. This was good. Yeah. It was like kind of out of your comfort zone, but I really appreciate you being here for me because Hannah B is away enjoying herself in Hawaii and so you are my Hannah for the hour love that love that yeah beautiful not a big talker but it's fine I make up for it you know we complete each other sort of thing um but yeah I guess I will talk to you guys in our next episode with Hannah B Cameron will not be here sadly see you see you later yes maybe in the future Maybe, Maybe. wow. Maybe you can come back on and talk about your beats or something. Yeah, you know. Unless I'm the next Metro Boomin' or something. Really? You need to, like, get on not SoundCloud. I don't know what people do. Well, I'm not. I just make them and save them on my computer. I don't (laughs) do anything with them, so. You sound kind of nerdy right now. It's cute. It's just a hobby, man. okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay, with all that being said... Tune in for our next episode. It will be our July favorites. I can't even believe it's July at this point, but... July's almost over. It'll... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. School starts soon. I'm really excited about that. And we're going to be looking back, reflecting on our July and our favorites for this month. So come back and join us for that. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast and check out our Instagram at girlgooff. Thank you guys and we'll talk to you next Friday.